Hi everyone, welcome to No Cartridge. We are here with Liv. Uh, lovely, lovely to have you back, Liv, uh, for another indie game review. Yes, it's um, wonderful to again be reveling in the 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 many peaks, so it were, <laughs> of independent games. Do you think since we haven't been doing this, you'd say we were off peak? You wouldn't say that, okay? I, w- I wouldn't um, have said that, no. Yeah, that's all right. I, I said it for the both of us. Um, I know in your heart you wanted to say it, but... Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're, covering, we're covering the game off-peak. Um, you know a little bit more about about this, uh, the creator of this game than I do, I think? Maybe you don't. So, the it was a IRL game recommendation from, from a new friend, um... And he had actually recommended the Norwood Suite, which is one of the the games. I think they're games in a world rather than like sequels. Um, mm-hmm. So it were it would. Uh, I think it like if you play this game, it makes sense that there could be other things in the world that are not. Um, totally. Not non-linear, um, and so then, despite that being his favorite game, I was like, well, I'll play the first one. Um, you know, to be both in order and also it's free. It's free to play. Yeah. Although I did, I did throw some money at it. I think, I think that made me feel good to be able to do, cause it's like, it really is a work. I'm not, I'm not saying that to see if you did. I'm saying that to say it is, <laughs> it is a, it is a clear like labor of love. Cause there's a lot going on. Mm. Here. Like you can look at it and sort of think, Oh, you know, it's, it's sort of like a, um, reminds one of a uh like a, a gary's mod sort of situation and like there there are elements that like yeah of course you know this game definitely used assets and and built off of them and things like that like 100 percent um but boy is it like it, it really is a fairly ambitious game like the the spaces it draws are really really interesting yeah i honestly did not even look to look to see if it was on itch i had gotten it on steam and so i didn't even think about doing it like that but it makes sense that it kind of has to be free to play because yes there is peppa pig in this game in a way that you cannot charge money for uh when you get to see peppa pig actually you are being given a gift so that's why you can't charge money for it right yeah. It's always nice to see Peppa, George, and their families. Um, I don't know that I didn't see George and the family. Uh, no, I mean, I, I guess the uh, they're implied, but yes, only Peppa. Hmm. I did see Nemo. You saw Nemo? I didn't see Nemo. I'm pretty sure Nemo's in it. Either that or I've seen another um, crude rendering of Nemo recently that I <laughs> assimilated into my vision of this I mean, game. The, the, the art in this game is really neat. That's like one of my favorite things about it. Like there's, there's, there's art everywhere in the game. And then also like real life ads, like I, I evil twin brewing has an ad in it. Which I don't know if this is like sponsored by evil twin or they just grabbed it. Um, either way, I think that's cool. <laughs> um the uh, to to set the scene for for this game um you have just arrived um at a train station in a town and you're you're looking to leave again or like you're you've come to the train station and there's like this man nearby that's like oh like i have a train ticket you can use but uh, it's ripped into pieces and um scattered. in a way scattered in a way where you're going to have to 
go on every inch of, of this world. And his name, his name is Luke, right? Yeah, Luke with a couple of U's. And and what I like about Luke is that so first off, it is a very easy thing if you've played a video game to say like, oh, this guy is someone I should talk to. Um, and the game sort of encourages you to, and you can talk to him and see that he says more stuff and all. Um, I feel like the the prompts in this game are really fun, and especially the way the dialogue works. But like, if you ignore Luke, because I I wanted I played the game three twice, and in the second playthrough, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna rush because I know what all the I I talk to everyone. I just want to get to the end to see if the end changes. Um, and if you run by Luke, you get to this screen that's like. Hey, there are people here who might want to talk to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> the words just, I was like, okay, I'll go talk to Luke. <laughs> but yeah, you get the feeling that he, uh, he gets this sort of deal a lot because he's friends with Marcus, the, the station owner, but he never wants to actually leave. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it's just like that set up for you to kind of like explore this like very surreal train station that, I don't know. How would you even classify the vibes of this? Like it's 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 very sort of like if you took it's like if you took like a a, a fairly traditional like um, neoclassical train station like 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 you'd see in Chicago at like Grand Grand Station or like uh, even like Port Authority or whatever. There's always those places where there's the huge like vaulted ceilings and then a lot of like white pillars and stuff and a bunch of tile. It's like if you took one of those and then made it extremely uh, like an art loft in uh, mm-hmm. Dumbo in like 2009. Mm-hmm. Non pejoratively. It, it no, great. it's cool. It's really <laughs> neat. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, yeah, that, that's a really good point. Yeah, I'm not trying to say like, I'm not trying to say it's a bad look. It's, it's really neat. Like, one of the things I like about this, this whole thing is it, it the art is very much like, the art's cool, but it's also like in a very sort of like specific vein. And when you talk to the owner of the place, Marcus, um, he's like, "Yeah, I don't bring in things that have that are like make money. I bring in things that I know will vibe with my with my people." Um, and it's like it really fits. Like, it's yeah. Like, okay, one guy had this aesthetic in mind. Um, this absolutely, uh, absolutely is great. It's kind of like if the the Field Museum was a, a brewery. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really good thought. Yeah, if the Field Museum was a brewery, this would be what it looks like. I'd go there for for one. Do you, you not go to the Field Museum now? I mean, that's where I got engaged. Of course, I go to the Field Museum. Well, I don't. <laughs> you set me up for this. <laughs> this <is> wow. <laughs> um, but it does a very good job. Like it's basically like you go in and like a train station. It's uh, it's just a giant room and there's just like a couple of rooms off of the side of it, but it does a good job of like slowing you down and feeling like it's like a really, really big space for you to explore. Mm-hmm. Honestly, walking into this, like walking into the train station was like a very surreal experience in the way that I can only compare like the first time I walked into like the capital city Stormwind and, um, and world of Warcraft, like it just felt like so expansive and cool in a way that where I was like, Oh my God, like this, like this, a video game can look like this. Like I, <laughs> I'm so excited to go look everywhere. You're absolutely right. Like I agree. Like I think there's like, there's something about this space that feels, no, it feels, um, different than you would expect 
from the way we're describing it. Because like, there's plenty of places, even in games I really love, like in um, in uh, the game uh, Ready Player Fuck, um, which is amazing, <laughs> and I, I've written about. Um, the there's like there's a a feeling of like pasting things on, so you'll see mm-hmm. you know copyrighted characters, and the JPEGs will sort of be pasted on, and it's meant to feel that way, right? But like the way that we're describing this game could give you the illusion or the impression that it also is doing this, right? Like the art is kind of pasted on the walls or something. It feels very much not like that. It feels like um, uh, inhabited. It feels like a certain, like it feels like you're in a massive train station where there is like a lot going on and a whole sort of like layered and textured world uh, around it, which is like really neat. Yeah, it's very suggestive of a world that's going to be beyond what you experience during a 30-minute playtime. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, and you know, I, I part of that part of that is because um, I feel like part of that's because the uh, of the space itself, and then part of it's just because of the way that they kind of lay out. Not, I won't call it lore, but like the 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 levels or the kind of um, uh, habitus of the game where like, you know, there's, there's a circus and there are giants. And like, if you talk to everyone, you kind of get the sense of like a world where the circus comes to town and the giants stop working. And, uh, and there's a, there's a pizza element to it, like <laughs> where everyone loves pizza a lot. And it's important that, um, you know, pizza be, be dealt with in the right way. Um, I just, I think it's really like, as you talk to people, it feels like it is like much bigger um, in a in a um, in not just the sense of like, oh, I can't wait to see the sequel, but like, oh, wow, I can't wait to see like what what we're going to get out of this, like what we're going to see next, even in this like specific place. Mm. And there's that also sense. like very interesting people you talk to, but I think there's also very interesting looking people that you don't get to talk to in a way that you're like wanting to know more. Like there's this yes. set of like triplets that I like, I want to talk to them so bad. It's like if the twins from the matrix and Trinity, like combine to have like very surreal looking <laughs> triplets, then, uh, no, I think get? that's right. Yeah, that's right. It's like, yeah, it's, there's also like, God, I love those triplets. They're so cool. There's also like these uh, these prompts you get throughout. Like uh, you can walk around and like there are people eating pizza and you can steal one of their pieces of pizza. Did you eat any of their pizza? Oh, I ate like all the pizza I, yeah. and I ate all the cookies and you get achievements for them. Do you? I, <laughs> oh, same. I only ate one cookie. Um, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. If you eat the pizza, they're like, hey, Mr. Mooch, what are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> I get real mad at you. Um but it's like it's it's so cool. Like it's 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 neat to be able. I mean, this is a silly thing to say in a certain way, but it's neat to be able to eat the pizza. <laughs> like it's it's cool to be able to be like, oh, I'm gonna be the guy who just like sneaks in and eats the pizza. I'm gonna I'm gonna wreck this. Um, and then it's eat. It's neat not to eat the pizza. I mean, there's a there's a sense of like deep unfairness in this game uh, that that like you get especially towards the end where you're with your treatment by Marcus, who you know you collect your not to you know, give the ending away. But uh, if you're, if you're fat, if you must, if you must know what happens at the end of uh, um, the end of the uh, uh, 30 minute game, go play it real quick and then uh, come back to us. But uh, you collect all this stuff and then 
Marcus says, like, you know what? Um, this is actually uh, this is actually Luke's ticket, and I'm sick of you taking his ticket. So uh, you actually have to pay for it. And in order to do that, uh, you're going to have to work for the sushi chef or no, the ramen chef uh, on, on the station for a while. Uh, that's the first thing that happens anyway. But it is it is this feeling of just like I did all this and like it's my present. Like, why are you doing this to me? Even if you don't uh, steal anything, he does this to you, and uh, it it upset me in a in a productive way. I wasn't mad at the game; I did find it interesting, though. There is a lot of talk about like productivity and money in this game, like mm-hmm. um, basically anywhere you go, and the the areas are sectioned off both by like these like uh, you know set pieces, but also like the lighting, and there's like so much music for this game, and the music kind of blend seamlessly like you'll walk for like 10 seconds and the music will change and it doesn't feel jarring ever um but is you know helpful in making this feel like a bigger space than it is but there's so much talk about money and like you know everyone's asking like how much is this everyone gets mad if you steal something but then Mm -hmm. obviously you have no access to money in this game um people are really mad at this giant who's not playing the piano in the way like he's (laughs) his job is to play piano and he's not playing it he's just chilling this is a debacle this giant is not playing the piano yeah don't let marcus find out (laughs) yeah marcus is going to be furious if this guy is not playing piano soon uh, yeah, and it, it it is like they they sort of treat the giants like the giants are never it, they're not racialized in the sense that like you get the sense of like oh they're like this the person who made this game is trying to make a point but like you it, they are like you know you constantly hear like oh you know they they never work when the circus is in town this is when they like they're lazy and and like bad and uh, and or they they just sit around and drink all day they're you know they just they're giants they just hang out. And it's it's just so strange, but really kind of fascinating to see, like, you know, okay, we're we're, we're using the giants as a sort of foil for something here, but it's mm-hmm. still so vague that like it could be anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I found that actually like pretty great. Like it was it was a really cool way to use them. Yeah, and it wasn't like a pure, you know, like a black and white, like hateful, like oh, you know, let's run the giants out of town. It was like a thing where, oh, you know, like they have their uses and like you see that there is architecture built for them in places like there's, you know, giant sized tables and giant sized pianos, but um, no one's ever speaking very positively about them. No, people don't seem to like the giants very much outside of, um, you know, they, they can entertain us in the in the carnival or whatever. But people also seem to find the carnival fairly um like un, I don't know, unsavory. I guess is the word. Like they, they truly don't seem to think the carnival is a good place either. Um, so it is, it is that that odd balance between the two. Um, I think, like, I think what's also kind of cool about this game is the way that like the spaces definitely kind of play off the the typical stuff you'd expect to see in like uh, a gentrified um, uh, train station. Like you know, there's a bar with board games. Uh, there's a there's a record store because records have gotten expensive in this um, strange world. Uh, there's a, a sheet music store for the same reason. There's like a, a mushroom garden where you can kind of just chill out. All this stuff is there, at, at, but at the same point, it's like um, there's also the the observation deck, which is which is like literally just. Uh, you you go up there and uh, there's someone looking in the window. It's it's a, an endless staircase with art, and then truly just an 
observation deck with nothing else there. It's like it's fascinating. Like it's just such a cool a cool mix of uh, form and function, um, which is to say things that have function um, and things that are just kind of there because again we get the sense that Marcus cares so much about art. Yeah, and really the whole thing is set out like a like an art gallery um, in the way that it guides you around um, and the the one of my favorite parts is like this like staircase that you have to go up and it's like such a tall staircase for yeah the observation <laughs> deck staircase yeah i love that it's so cool but um the way that it like frame there's these like pretty uh i, d- I don't know if scary is the word but, but like pretty intense paintings that you have to look at and it's framed like how you would kind of expect in a like in a museum where like whenever you go through a doorway there is going to be like a painting that's somehow like framed within the doorway to like that observance of space and how these paintings are placed in the world Mm -hmm. um, where you're like kind of forced to look at these like weird paintings as you're going up like a completely like dark staircase um it, it it does feel intense at times like there's like i see that it's tagged on on steam mostly as like surreal adventure but like there is a horror tag that like oh, enough people have have tagged it and it's nothing horror more than just that it's like weird and surreal um but yeah, that's really that's, interesting i never would have thought of it as horror but i I suppose I can see why they said that. Like it, it's it's absolutely a game that makes you feel like you're in sort of an off-putting situation, um, like a situation that I think part of that's just like the way the characters talk about you makes you feel like you're an outsider. Mm-hmm. Um, your character is like they're like, yeah, like what are you even doing here? Can you like please leave? We don't we don't like you being here. That Luke guy keeps hanging out around here, and we hate that too. Like. They really are not happy that you're in their space. Right. Um, and like the fact that they are, they, they just make that totally clear. I, I feel like within the game, it like, it made me feel consistently like I should not be here. Like this is, this is a place where I am not wanted and like I am mm-hmm. constantly at risk. Yeah. Not so much that like I ever thought that anything like there was a moment where I was like a little like. Not that it was like a jump scare, but like surprised by something visually. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What was that? (laughs) Um, But it never like I am such a baby whenever it comes to like anything actual like horror games because I get like scared by jump scares too much. Um, And so this did not feel like that in in that way. Um, I think this is a game for for any any genre of player but um yeah yes, i'm really excited to to check out what else is available by cosmo d studios um because this came out in 2015 and it's there's a, other it's an amazing game for 2015 i can't imagine playing it then yeah these are it and it, yeah it feels very very smooth very well thought out and thoughtful um so it's also really like, I mean, I, I can't really overemphasize how pretty it is. Like, it, it's just, it's so cool to play it. It's so cool to kind of like be in the world of it. I, I also like, I'm I'm genuinely impressed with the the kind of eeriness of the circus, the kind the uh, the the way that, so to give an example, there's a, you go up on the observation deck and you see this woman who says like, oh, 
I'm I'm here looking for her. Um, don't tell her, but I'd love to find her. She has like an orange dress, and uh, and she's like she's always here. Um, but I'm never able to find her. Um, it's just like oh, that's weird. Um, but she she says this, and then at the end, you see who she's talking about. So you get clarification on who that woman is, but you never get clarification on, okay, who is this woman who is like stalking her? What is that about? Mm -hmm. Um, That's never clarified. What is the circus and why are people like concerned about it? Never clarified. It's, it's like, and I honestly respect that so much. (laughs) Like, I think it's so interesting to approach the game that way and be like, yeah, you know what? There's just some stuff that you are not going to know. Uh, it's just not it's not going to happen. And I, I, I think um, I don't know. I think like it, it the game really, really uh, thrives because there are so many moments where um, the, the game is unwilling to kind of give you closure on those things and leaves them as like, yeah, OK, like this is just a weird thing in this weird world. Um, we're never told why it's like a dystopian world. You know, we don't get we don't get any indication of like, oh, and and here's when like the the world fell or whatever. Like that's just not in there. Um, and I I appreciate that. And I don't think there's something that's like anything saying like this is a dystopia and how how weird and spooky is it that it's not our world anymore and that True. it's a little bit different. Like I mean, it seems. I don't want to say realistic, but like realistic in a way that like any kind of like sci-fi movie. Um, you know, like a Johnny Mnemonic or something is set in a world that, uh, for example, <laughs> is is a you know while it's on the mind, um, is a variation of a a future world, and so it seems just like a dystopia because it's not the future that ended up happening. But like if you watched a if our if our world happened like that, and then you watch a a documentary about how it actually went, then this would seem like a dystopia. So, yeah, I guess I the only reason that's that's interesting because you're right. There is no dystopian like clarity to it. But at the same point, I immediately think it is because, uh, you know, they're talking about they're like, yeah, sheet music and records are so expensive now and people keep selling them. Old people come in and sell them. And it's like, well, that's just it's just how kind of how the world works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like there's stuff that is expensive and like no one needs. And, and that's just that's kind of how kind of things go. It's not it's not really all that exciting. Honestly, um, it's, it seems kind of nice. They have this like public art space that um, you, yeah. you can, we got to access all this stuff for free while we were looking for our ripped up ticket. We didn't have it, any money. It's true. And like the, you know, Marcus does come off as kind of a jerk because he's like very full of himself. I did love his line where he goes, he says he's talking to you and he says like, yeah, I'm the uh, <laughs> like I'm the second I'm the second biggest um, the second biggest uh, train station uh, in the country right now. And he goes, who's the biggest? Don't care. <laughs> so crazy. Like, I don't care who the biggest is. It doesn't matter to me. It's completely irrelevant. Um, but yeah, like he, he, he is kind of a jerk, but at the same point, he's like a, he loves art and he loves like, he loves giving these spaces to, to people in, in the world. Um, and the only reason he, he kicks you out is because you've taken, Luke's ticket like six times at this point and he's like that's Luke's ticket and I'm tired of you (laughs) sick sick of sick of you taking Luke's ticket all the time and there are there are people like outside the train station before you come in that are like kind of pro not protesting but um 
upset about the state of things, but mm-hmm. you know, I think that's also just realistic without this, like necessarily being like, you know, how weird are things in the future? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Like it is, it is, it is not a, uh, it, it isn't a thing where you're, you're like, Oh wow. I've never seen protests in my entire life. There's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing particularly shocking about the way that this protest works. It's, it's just a, a protest of people being like, let's, you know, let's take our, uh, let's take our self-reliance back. Let's like, let's become, let's become like people who uh, can, can speak again, that kind of thing. And like, I, I feel like that's not all that different than anything they could, they, those people could be people in our world right now. Um, so it's, yeah, it's not like Ice-T is out there with the, uh, with the Luddite crew or whatever. Um, the low-techs. <laughs> the low-techs, yeah. He's not there with the low-techs. He's, he's somewhere else. Um, yeah, I, I thought this game was really beautiful. I, um, I genuinely, I genuinely enjoyed playing it. Um, and I genuinely enjoyed going back and not stealing things to see if I could dispel Marcus's cruelty. A normal um, thing to want to try. Yeah. You're like, oh man, they were mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people are mad at me. <laughs> Can I just get on the train if I try again? I want to go to like, oh, it's like, it's called like far away or something. Like it's, it's so, it's, I can't remember what the place he wants to go to is, but it's a very funny kind of like portmanteau of like going far away or like being far yeah. away or something. <laughs> but whenever you like actually look at the train board, it's like, uh, to New Haven or something. <laughs> yeah, I tried to find where it was, and I was like, I can't find where I'm supposed to go. <laughs> I like, I had a moment where I was back in Chicago, um, doing like, uh, you know, doing my train route uh, to the suburbs, where I was like, okay, which which track am I supposed to be on? I, I need to find my track, um, and I couldn't, and I got a little panicked, so I just ran out and looked at every train. But yeah, if you have a half hour, even tonight, I would say. Just go ahead and go ahead and play this game off peak. You can find it on itch. You can find it on steam. Yeah. And Um, it's very, um, very exciting how not tedious it is considering like the, the goal of the game is to find these things spread out all over the map um, in ways that that can often feel very tedious whenever you know exactly what your task is. And, you know, even in a game, like frog detective whenever you're like okay i know i have to talk to all of these people <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. then i go back and forth and um yeah so and fro- i think yeah i think that's a really good point i, I don't, I don't want to belabor this but like as frog detective does that like frog detective kind of makes that fun because they're like okay um let's let's uh let's joke around about the ways that it is kind of silly that you're talking to these people again like everyone will be like why are you back talking to me again? Like, don't you have anything better to do? Um, I, I feel like off-peak makes it less um, makes it less uh, tedious because there's like a sense of intrigue about it at all times, where you're just like, you're like, yeah, like the the whole point of this is Luke has uh, taken apart these tickets for some reason, but only to him, and you're just going about it, and like it's never explained, but that that sort of like strangeness is what makes it feel kind of fun the whole time, even though it's, it is, it is ostensibly quite tedious. Mm. It's just a way to help guide you around this weird art museum, basically. Yep. Um, so it's a great game. Go, go play it. Go, go have fun with it. Yeah. We'll definitely, I'll definitely be checking out the, the other games and 
that oh, they've made. I mean, honestly, me too. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do it for this podcast. Who knows? Who knows? It, it could happen. Um, you listeners could make all the all the change in the world. Uh, retweet if you want us to cover the next uh, game in this series. Uh, fave if you want us to cover Baldur's Gate three. Um, <laughs> I did have to pause my download to to record. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm so excited to hear what you think of uh, of Baldur's Gate three. Yeah, well, um, it'll take like ten days to download it in Australia, so I'll I'll, I'll get with you in the future on that. <laughs> you, you, okay, I'm, I'm I'm excited to get get with you in the future on that. Um, <laughs> Liv, where can people find what you are up to? Um, AV Club, A V E Y Club, uh, anywhere where you can find a username. Oh. And I, I'm I'm pretty sure you're allowed to uh, have usernames in most places. Yeah, uh, don't find me on Neopets. I will pretend I don't know you. <gasps> that's but that that's like that's that's your right, and and yeah. uh, and it's good to have a place where you do not have to deal with the with the fans because I mean they're nice to you, but they're a little intense. I'm also not AV Club on on Neopets, so you won't find me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you're stuck. You're not gonna. You're not gonna say you're there. You can find me in the the five star Apple Podcast review section. So whenever you give this a five star review, she'll be there. Yeah, no, I'll that, be that, there. That's how you're gonna find Amy. You're not gonna find her anywhere else. Like, listen up. <laughs> and then whenever you look next to you on the beach, there was another set of foot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when I was when I was when I was when there were only two footprints, what was happening there? Whenever there was only five stars on the Apple review, <laughs> it was then that I was with you. That's right. It's so important. If everyone's not feeling uplifted by that, well, I don't know what to tell you. You're, yeah. you're dead inside. Yeah. Um, all right. Cool. Well, uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for suggesting this game. I loved it. I, I legitimately, it was a, it was a. a huge highlight of my day yesterday and um yeah i'm looking forward to, to doing more of these with you i look forward to it as well thank you so much trevor thank you Liv. all right bye everyone bye hey thanks for listening to no cartridge if you'd like to support us further please consider going to patreon.com slash no cartridge or for a one-time donation paypal.me slash Hegelbon, H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. It's really, really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh, the many people who make the show, uh, you know, myself included, but also our producers and various co-hosts um, and, and writers and artists. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you've grown accustomed to.